Hey everybody, this is Theophilus from TZ Coaching and you're listening to the Noble Father Podcast. Whether you're a dad that stays at home, works from home, or away from home, our roles are essential. To a son, it's an illustration of how life as a man is done, and to a daughter, an example of the type of man to look for in the future. But in either case, a noble father stands firm for what he believes, leads with his actions, and embodies a healthy balance of body, mind, and spirit. He pushes himself hardest and commands his time respectfully because he knows how precious the present is. Join me as we discover what it means to live as a noble father. Hello and welcome to the Noble Father podcast. If you're tuning in for the first time, I'd like to introduce myself. My name is Theophilus Zhuang and uh, I have been doing this Noble Father work for almost a year and a half now, actually a little over a year and a half now. And um, it really came about from uh, a childhood dream that I have, uh, had of wanting to be a father. Um, and and the word noble came from, uh, from God himself about me. And after all the things that I've done um, and through the prodigal son journeys that I've taken, he still called me noble. And that's how I came up with the name A Noble Father. Uh, so, you know, this is the intro to the podcast. Um, I, I have been speaking into my life and sharing about the lessons that I've learned through um, my journey as a father. And, uh, and usually when I introduce a podcast, a lot of people like to ask me, you know, how do you come up with the topics and, and the subjects to, um, you know, to what you're talking about? And it's crazy because this week has been one in which um, a lot of things have happened. And some of them have been, wow, I don't know how I would orchestrate such a, such a, such a, um, uh, you know, a circumstance. Um, and, and so, you know, first I wanted to provide some updates on the podcast, you know, for those who have been tuning in for a long time and for, for those who, um, you know, have been keeping up with, with uh, the podcast um, as you noticed, if you're if you're on the Patreon, um, and maybe even you know if you're listening to it, is that the sound quality has been improved significantly. And if you're watching the video video podcast of this, you'll you'll notice that I have a brand new mic, not a brand new mic, but a new mic, and um, the the quality is significantly better because of it. So I've had to invest in improving it. Um, and this ties into something else that, um, an idea that I'm going to have later on, um, that I'm going to be doing, um, and I'll go to talk about it in a little bit here. Um, but the story behind this microphone, um, is a very interesting one. Um, you know, as investing in yourself is one of the most difficult things to do because there's so much fear involved and especially when it involves, you know, resources and finances that, um, you know, sometimes it's difficult to justify, um, it's hard to get a confirmation about whether it's the right choice, the right decision to, to move forward. Um, as I was doing research for this microphone, um, you know, I, I was on, on Marketplace and, you know, doing some research into finding uh, what's a good podcast to get, uh, a good mic to get, um, and which one to get, um, you know, I came upon this one. And um, I've only, I only reached out to one person. And um, it, it was a lady. Her name was Melody. And, and, um, you know, as you normally do when you go to research um, products, especially used ones, is to, you know, dig a little deeper and ask about details about the microphone, how long it's been used, and what's the reason for selling. And um, had a, a a deep conversation, um, you know, about 
um, the reason behind it. Uh, this this mic belonged to Melody's son, um, and his name is Kale Charlton. And he was a uh, lead vocalist for a band here in Vancouver called Paramnesia. And in doing research into his band and into, um, you know, the music, the stuff that he puts out, you know, um, you know, I, I, I am a Christian myself. And, um, you know, I don't consider myself a religious person. I, I am more of a relationship person. And, and um, you know, when I say that God orchestrates things, I would never have orchestrated that conversation or um, even when I went to go pick up the, the microphone, I shared a, a, a moment with um, Kale's aunt, um, and I won't name her by name. Um, and, you know, we shared this beautiful moment. And, and as I think about the confirmation to buy, buy this microphone, um, Kale was a father of two, and he passed away um, in July. Um, and leaving behind two sons, uh, as, as a father myself of two children my, of my own, um, that, that hit me really deeply. Um, and, and so I like to think that, you know, though the style of music and the things that potentially Kale believed in, um, aren't, aren't the same as mine yet. I, I see a, 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 I see beauty in the fact that I get to take this mic with me on this work um, and get to share my thoughts through this microphone to the world. Um, it's not lost on me how, how beautiful that is. Um, and if you're a friend of Kale's, um, you know, I want you to know that I'm going to put this mic to great use. And, um, and, and actually, when I'm talking about the orchestration of stuff, um, this week, okay. This is this 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 all happened within a week. Tuesday, I went to go pick up the microphone, um, you know, set it all up, upgraded it, everything. Um, and just yesterday, just yesterday, as we were walking, we were going around Willowbrook Mall here in Langley, uh, yeah, here in, in Vancouver. I live in Maple Ridge, but I went to Langley to go pick up some stuff for kids back to school. And um, we we were we went to different stores. We, we went to Winners. We went to Hudson's Bay, and as we were at Hudson's Bay, which is a department store, um, we were at the second level walking around, and suddenly I see this guy, um, and you know I'm 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 very good with faces, and as soon as I looked at him, I was like, man, I know who that is. Um, but but also that it's been such a long time since you've seen this person, uh, and also that you didn't really have a much of a direct relationship with this person that it would be uh, potentially extremely awkward to just like initiate a conversation with him. Now the significance of this person is that um, 21 years ago um, he lost his best friend, um, and excuse me, phone is ringing there. Um, he'd lost his best friend and, and, and he was a friend of mine as well. Um, so the story behind that is uh, our friend, his name is Mark. Um, he was sitting um, at a red light in, in Richmond. Um, and so this is the story that I, that I was told um, because my dad was one of the person, one of the people that were allowed to be in the hospital room after, uh, before he passed away um, is that he was at a red light and um Apparently, when the light turned green, he started to move. The car started to move. And as the car started to move, he suffered a, a heart attack. Um, and as a result of the heart attack, 
um, his his feet his foot stepped on the, the the accelerator and drove the car straight into a wall um, or into a building or a wall and the car was engulfed in flames and immediately um, he couldn't get out you know suffering a heart attack in the car in, in a burning car um, he sustained immense amounts of uh, of burns to his body um, and and so when I say that my dad running into this mic when i say that my dad was in the car uh, was in the was in the hospital room um my father you know was in the presence of um mark unrecognizable um and you know body full of burns um and, and just trying to ease the passing um of mark and the significance of mark is that he had a a, a, a big group of friends and interestingly enough uh, as similar as this is to Kale Charlton's life, is that Mark um, was in a band with um, with some friends from school, and the guy I ran into was one of the guys, um, you know, who, who who played the guitar, I believe, or it played the uh, played the bass, um, and ran into him, and and as I was sitting down, this literally occurred to me like a few minutes ago, like ten minutes ago, before I hit the recording, of like what are the chances that I'd go to pick up this microphone from a mother who just lost her son, who's a father of two. And then, um, not a few, not even a week after I run into a friend of, of mine who had lost a friend who was also in a band. Like that is, that is beyond what I can possibly fathom of, of 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 a of a story um and so you know when i say that i i i usually just hit the record and i offload and dump out all the things that have happened throughout my week this literally just happened this week um and so this microphone uh represents um kale's life and who he was as a father and i'm sure that even though we are very different people um, I'm sure that there was tons of similarities that we could have had, even as fathers um, who care deeply for their children. I'm sure we relate on that level. Um, and so this is a tribute to Kale's life, even though I didn't know him. Um, I know that you had a lot of amazing friends, and, and I went to visit your GoFundMe page, and, and um, there's a lot of people and a lot of support. And um, I just know that you will be missed. And I'm sorry that I didn't get to meet you. Um, that would have been, um, interesting and, and that, 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 it, you know, that invigorates me to speak more boldly and to, um, show up more for, for, for fathers like yourself. Um, so, you know, I wanted to provide some other updates, you know, I got some upcoming episodes that I want to do. Um, part of this upgrade was to, um, have a guest, um, on my podcast, um, and that guest being my dad. Um, and have a deep conversation with him because, you know, this eventuality, I have an idea of bringing fathers and their sons together on this podcast. Um, and, and and this came about also from, you know, just my son the other night before bed had a request saying, Daddy, I, I never want to leave your house. I never want to not live with you. Um, and it really reminded me of a conversation I had with my parents when I was young was saying that, I, you know, I used to make it a habit of, of saying good night and I love you to my family. And I remember one time I told them that I would never stop doing that. Um, well, I mean, I'm sure you know 
that changes once you hit the teenage years. And so I broke my promise. Um, but, you know, there's conversations that are to be had between father and son that I didn't get to have. Uh, last year, we were at a fire uh, at a campsite with my dad and, and we we're sitting there, me and my son and, and, and my dad. And, and we were um, just talking, you know shooting 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 the shit like they would say um and my dad talked about how when he was six years old he uh had to fend for himself for a year because his family was or his mom and dad were um re-educated in in uh, communist labor camps and and um and i just look over at my son who at the time was seven years of age i was like man i can't even imagine being six years of age and spending a year by yourself like how do you survive Not, let alone you have two other siblings and so the podcast idea is to bring fathers together to have a conversation, facilitate a space where the father gets to share some of his um, stories about being a dad. And it's a beautiful moment because um, being able to do that, man, even just hearing that story from my dad showed me how much I didn't know about his life growing up. Um, and there's so many stories and details that are left out and, and you know, since I still have my dad, it's a great opportunity for me to hear about some of those stories and dig deeper and, and to have that conversation. So that's going to be coming down the pipeline. Um, also have another uh, uh, podcast that's coming out, and this is one that's uh, more sensitive. And I'm going to be posting this on YouTube. Um, you know, as you recall, I, I made a reel uh, before uh, summer on um, child sex predators. And um, man, that thing really blew up. Um, right now it's sitting at 5.7 million views, which, um, is a lot more people than I, than I anticipated. Um, but, uh, this, this, when I released that reel, um, a mother reached out to me locally and, uh, wanted to talk about how easy it is for children to get sucked up into that and, um, that these people are in our society and they're everywhere and they are very, very cunning and they have a system of how they do things. Um. I am going to be releasing that as well sometime this week. Um, this is outside of the norm of what I do. I usually release on Mondays, but this is a special episode and uh, one that parents uh, and fathers and, and mothers should listen to because um, it's out there and it happens. Um, and so uh, I need to plug this last thing, Patreon. Um, you know, this is all I do for work, the podcast, the meetups, um, how you can support me, um, will enable me to help more fathers in the future. Um, and, and I care deeply about this work. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's important, right? We live in a very fatherless society. It doesn't matter if you live in North America. It doesn't matter if you live in China. Um, we live in a very fatherless society. Pressure of society uh, weighs down heavily on men. Um, and, and so if you're able to help me and support me in this work, please, please subscribe. Um, I, I would love to um, show you the value um, that I have in this work. Um, so today's episode, <laughs> I, I know the, the update took a little longer, um, but you know that in itself is a, a podcast topic. Um, so today's episode, I'm going to share something right now um, and, and something that's very nostalgic to me. Um, and I, I think, you know, you would appreciate this. And so for those that know what this is, um, you know, you're going to you're going to feel the nostalgia and I'm going to go to talk about it here today.
So that is, <laughs> so if you're watching the video podcast over on the Patreon, you'll see that it is the intro to Batman the Animated Series. And the uh, reason why this is a topic today is, um, you know, this takes me back to childhood. Um, so on the way back from uh, China, uh, the Manila to Vancouver leg, I watched um, The Batman. Um, this was released in 2022. It was the Robert Pattinson one. Um, Robert Pattinson being the vampire from um, what's it called? The Twilight uh, series there. And, um, you know, I have to say, I'm a big Batman buff. And I loved, I grew up, I literally grew up with, um, you know, Batman, the animated series. I remember running home from school back in 92, uh, when we spent some time in Fresno. Um, and, uh, I was a young, young kid. Uh, I'd run home and turn on the TV to Batman, the animated series. And right after Batman, the animated series, uh, cops would come on. And so, you know, as a kid who wanted to be a, a, a police officer growing up, um, those are two of my favorite shows. Uh, you know, I, there's, there's also a moment in Fresno where there was an, a, a car show and my parents brought us out to, um, go check it out. What was the significance of this car show? Was that Michael Keaton's, uh, or Tim Burton's, um, 1989 Batmobile was there. Um, and I, there's a picture somewhere out there of me and my brother standing in front of that Batmobile. And so that was a, that was a significant moment, you know, um, and why am I talking about this? Um, Batman, I've always, I've, I've always wondered why Batman, why Batman was such a huge deal in my life. Why is, why was his story so, um, you know, applicable to mine? And, and, and the thought occurred to me on the way home from, from Manila, um, is like, there's a lot of similarities. There was a ton of similarities and, and I'm going to share another, um, another thing here on the, the podcast for you to listen to, which will give you a sense of why, why it's, why it was so applicable to my life. Um, and, and one in which, you know, is, is, it makes up the, the, the topic of today's podcast. Um, it, it's, it's, it's absolutely beautiful how he eloquently puts it. And, uh, this is a reel by, uh, Donald Miller, uh, on uh, on Donald Miller, um, and he's uh, you know a guest on somebody else's podcast, and he talks about villains and heroes in our in our in in movies, and and then just how relevant that is to our world, um, and how relevant it is to my life as well. And so, excuse me, here's the here's the podcast. Oh, here's the reel that I was talking about. Villains and heroes actually have the exact same backstory. Yes. The hero is almost always an orphan in some way. They're, they're orphaned. The villain, if you'll watch the movie closely, screenwriters will put a scar on their face, a limp, some sort of speech impediment. What they're indicating is that this person has a painful backstory. So the difference between the villain and the hero is one thing, it's how they respond to pain. The villain says, the world hurt me, I'm gonna hurt it back. Uh, and the hero says, the world hurt me, I'm not gonna let this happen to anybody else. Wow. It's geez. just literally how you decide to react to pain that causes you to be the villain or the victim. It's the villain. And I'm going to play it again so that you get that again. And if you are able to close your eyes and absorb the whole message, um, please do. Villains and heroes actually have the exact same backstory. Yes. The hero is almost always an orphan in some way. They're, they're orphaned. The villain, if you'll watch the movie closely, screenwriters will put a scar on their face, a limp, 
some sort of speech impediment. What they're indicating is that this person has a painful backstory. So the difference between the villain and the hero is one thing, it's how they respond to pain. The villain says, the world hurt me, I'm gonna hurt it back. Uh, and the hero says, the world hurt me, I'm not gonna let this happen to anybody else. Wow. It's geez. just literally how you decide to react to pain that causes you to be the villain or the victim. It's the so, you know, why is this relevant to me? And even as I was watching that reel for the second time, Kale's, Kale's children are now um, orphaned. They have this pain in their backstory now. And, and you know, when I, when I talk about my life, you know, I, do I consider myself an orphan? I was lucky to have my dad. Um, you know, not to the extent that I would have wanted it. And I always say it that way. Um, you know, I wanted more time with my dad and I didn't, I didn't really get that. Um, so, you know, in a sense I was, I felt like I was orphaned and, and it also reminds me of why, why when I was young, I always thought that the most noblest thing you could do was to take a bullet for somebody. Um, and instantly that reminds me of Thomas and Martha Wayne, right? Uh, Bruce Wayne's parents is, you know, their passing was in the story is that they came out of a theater and a low level mugger, uh, you know, kind of, you know, stuck them up. Right. And, and as that, um, as that thief or the robber was about to shoot Martha, Thomas jumped in front and, and, and took the bullet for her. Um, and, you know, the, that orphan, right? The pain that, pain of not having my father around to the extent that I would have wanted made me want to be a father to make sure that that pain is not repeated. Um, you know, and rather than taking it out on the world and repeating that pain for other people like villains do, um, I, I sought to create and be the father that um, essentially I didn't have. And I don't want you to think that my dad was like, you know, 15 hours out of the house and never got to see him. I got to see him. My dad, my dad showed me affection. My dad um, was very loving, um, especially when I think back to when I hear my dad telling me about his dad and the kind of affection he was shown as a child, which is zero. Um, I, 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 I am, I am quite luck, lucky. There's still a part of me that wanted more and desired more from my father. And so, you know, that pain is one that I still felt, you know, um, of course now I see my dad as a superhero because, you know, the work that he was doing was incredibly selfless and, Yes, it took the. It was at the expense of the family, and and it's something that we'll never get back. But he was helping people who were orphaned as well. He was helping people who didn't have family, and um, and and that that was something that was lost to me early on. If I knew that as a kid, and I knew the significance of that, I'm sure it would have lessened it. But then at the same time, it, I wouldn't be sitting here sharing about um about this story. You know, so what do we what should we do you know when when we're met with pain um 
you know, I don't know how Kale's children are going to be uh, one day. Um, and I hope that the legacy of his life um, is one that gets, um, you know, repeated is that he, that those, that they would grow up to be fathers themselves and um, share the best things that Kale had given them. Um, you know, in myself, I try my best to be a noble father. Um, by no means am I perfect. Um, and, and, and I, I try my best not to repeat the mistakes, um, that my father make, that my father made. Um, and, and I'll be honest with you, it's, it's not easy. Um, just the other night, um, our kids, like I said, uh, didn't want to move out of the house and, um, you know, my kids are only five and eight. And so, um, they were very teary eyed and, um, you know, I said my goodnights to them and I sat down on the computer, but you know, my, my wife kept going with them for another 30 minutes. And, and so when I say I'm not a perfect father, uh, this is a great example of it. Um, after my wife put them down, I went into the room and my wife convicted me of saying, you're never going to get that again. You're never going to get that back. Um, you, you should have comforted them. And my response was, my response was one of, of it was not well thought of i i just told my wife i was like you know what you need we need to just put them down and just tell them to go to sleep in that situation um essentially i was suppressing them i was telling them to just be quiet and go to sleep and i missed that opportunity uh, and, it, and it convicts me you know of Theo, you weren't, you weren't present in that moment. Um, and this is something that I always preach. I try to tell my fathers that, hey, you got to be present and you got to live, you know, uh, moment to moment. And for whatever reason, um, I didn't in that moment. And, um, and so, you know, now that I know that and, and I've, I've, I've felt that conviction, you know, well, then that should inspire you to you know, put a fire under your ass and, and, and be more intentional. And so, you know, yesterday, typically when it's, you know, wind down time after dinner, um, I took the kids out, go for a bike ride. And, um, my son leads and my five-year-old daughter is in the middle and I kind of take up the rear to make sure that they're okay and safe. And I was just watching my little daughter, my five-year-old daughter riding her bike and I just realized how, how proud I am of her and, and, and just seeing her grow up, you know, her tiny little legs pedaling the bike and seeing my son lead the way, you know, that, that is the, that is the picture of fatherhood that, um, most don't get. Um, and I get to be present in my kids' lives and yet I can still squander it. There are times where I can be not so noble and, you know, make a mess of matters, um, but, you know, I think this journey is meant to be imperfect. You know, if we don't have the imperfections, we don't know, we wouldn't have anything to strive for. If we're all perfect, then, and, and, and you know, what is perfection, right? Because, you know, the fact that we can't live forever is, is an example of why perfection is, it wouldn't make sense. So here's my, here's my example. Um, Kale just passed away. 36 years of age, leaving behind two children. And perfection for father would be that he would be there for the entire lifetime of their children, 
we are subject to time. We are all subject to time and we are all not here forever. And so in a perfect world, there would be no death and kill and myself and my dad and other fathers out there would be able to be there for their children for the rest of eternity. And that's just not what the world is like right now. And so that's what I think about when I think of perfection. Um, we are, there is no perfect father and we need those imperfect moments and those per imperfect convictions to remind us of where we can improve upon it and, and to be better. Um, I didn't intend this podcast to have the connections that it did. Um, but I'm certainly happy for this journey. I would never have orchestrated this. Um, and, and to look back on the entire journey of this podcast to where I am sitting now, um, just wow, you know, there's just so much to share and so much to give. And, um, you know, a week, a week is really not enough. Um, for one release is really not enough to fill one week's worth of content. Um, and, and that's the beauty of, of, of the podcast. And that's the beauty of this work, um, is that there's infinite things that you can speak about and infinite conclusions that you can draw and things you can learn from people that you can meet uh, that'll change the story um, and the time for for the content and so um, yeah, I want to encourage you be a superhero be the superhero that doesn't repeat its pain to others and rather ensures that the world doesn't see that pain. We are all orphaned in some way. And if you are able to ensure that nobody around you suffers the same, the same thing, even that fact alone would change our world in such a dramatic way. You know, we're in this we're in this day and age right now where the world is coming for our, our, our morals and our values and they just slowly try to degrade it and slowly chip away at that foundation. And we're seeing the products of that right now. The highest echelon of society doesn't care about us as human beings. It's all just a money play and it's all just a power play and and there's a reason why, if you haven't tuned into it, Oliver Anthony's song was so was such a hit was because it it spoke words from people's hearts of of the enoughness, the tiredness of this rhetoric um, and and the state of the world the way that it is, and it just keeps us all down. and And that is literally one of the lines in the song. Um. It's time to change. We need to be better as fathers. We need to be more present as fathers because if we keep going down this this road, it's only going to get worse. Um, 
And so, you know, thank you for tuning into this 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 podcast episode. Uh, I, hopefully, I wasn't all over the place with my thoughts. Um, usually, when I go to record these, like I said earlier, is I you know just hit the button and I just let it flow. And I usually dedicate that time to God and 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 give it to Him and 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 ask Him to speak through me. Um, and so, everything that I'm going through in life, I like to share on these podcasts. And um, you know, I hope that it really finds you well, as I always say. And, um, you know, please don't be a stranger. Please reach out to me. Tell me how you found this podcast, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. I'm always seeking to improve and, and, and improve this craft and make this a better product for everybody. And so um, I'd love to get to know you. And so I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Please show your support for the Noble Father podcast by recommending the podcast to your family and friends. You can also subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and a review. And also, if you know a father who is interested in a regular meetup every week where they can show up authentically and share the best parts of themselves, some of the struggles they're going through, some of the wins that they have, and even some lessons to bless other fathers with, and um, also have them in our Facebook community. Um, just a bunch of men who genuinely care about one another and just share space and hold it for one another. Thank you very much for listening to the Noble Father podcast. Until next time, bye for now.